Hey, Chatty Cathy's and Minnie Gabbers. When we have Minnie Gabbers, this is Natalie. How may I help you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tina. (laughs) Oh, and I'm Dion. (laughs) (laughs) So excited to have you. Mm -hmm. Dion is one of our special Patreon guests. She's our human Google. And one of, you know, the people that's always commenting along as we're talking. And I'm just so excited to have a voice and a face to the comments now. Uh, and you're like the coolest human. You've met n- literally all my favorite people in the world. You've met Foo Fighters. You've met Doctor Who. <laughs> like, I honestly, that portion of the conversation was so late. I don't remember if that's my memory or my uncle's who's shared the video so many times <laughs> that it's burned into my brain. Either way, it's still cool. It's feeling. like first degree, like... Yeah. You've met Dave Grohl. So I yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty first degree from a lot of things, but uh, that's only because a lot of my uncles work in Hollywood. So <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, you're from California. Have you always lived in California? Uh, yeah, I was born in Hollywood on Sunset Bull on Hospital on Sunset Boulevard. What? All right. Do you want to go first to your discovery, Natalie? I'm sure. So I don't have anything super amazing discovery, but. Well, to me, it's it's cool. I'll put it that way. To y'all, I've like met. Um, <laughs> so one, I'm listening to the Dresden Files. Ooh. Frankie, we need to talk because I'm already on book twelve. <laughs> so literally, if you have listened to what what the fuck did we talk about TV yesterday? So if you <laughs> if you listen to our recording about TV, hello friends. I wanted to interrupt this mini gab to clarify what the fuck is actually happening. So we recorded this mini gab the day after we recorded an episode that doesn't come out for like three weeks. But we had also just did a drunk dive for Patreon and drank a lot of rum. So nobody (laughs) realized that we're talking about the future. So (laughs) Natalie's discovery will make sense in say three weeks. So sorry. <laughs> Many apologies. Please still love us. Okay, take it away past Keena, Natalie, and Dion. Also, spoiler alert. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. Shit show. I mentioned the Hammer production, like the Ooh. film studio. So I'm listening to Dresden today, the very next day that we recorded this. Dresden, he's like, you know, every time I say the laboratory, he's like, I just always want to go, like he does this evil laugh. And his, the companion he was with, he's like, that's because you watch too many Hammer films. What? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) It's meant to be. And I'm just like, my mom was a little blown. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like after just learning about it yesterday and. Which is in the future for you. Yeah. Sorry. Which we just I just researched and we talked about this and then all of a sudden Hammer Studios, Hammer Films, and then like it mentions it again and names one of its movies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would never have gotten that reference. And then he said a Rocky Horror picture show reference that made me laugh too. Love Rocky Horror. Me too. I have a funny story about that as well. We'll get to that. (laughs) My last little fun discovery is there's a TV show. I I watch really random shit. And right now I'm on the kick of Korean, Chinese, Asian shows again. Yes. (laughs) I, I do this like every six months to, I don't know, almost a year. Like I will go on a binge and I'll watch Asian shows for like a solid two months. And then I jump back on to other stuff. So I'm in it again, or I'm watching a show called Mystic Pop-Up Bar. It's a new Netflix series, and they're actually releasing it weekly. Oh. So it's basically a spirit. A girl killed herself 500 years ago, and the way she did it, it created bad luck. And... To make up for that bad luck, like a lot of people died. Like it was, she killed herself on a ritual. This is why I love Asian shows. It's so crazy. They're great. And so she's trying to meet a quota of helping people, basically. Oh, okay. 
very so similar she, to the real Little Mermaid. Basically. She has to yeah. save people to not die. It's not even not to die. It's just to, like, find comfort for them, like, to help their grudges or something. Oh, no, I meant for the Little Mermaid chick. Yes. In order to, like, not become sea. Oh, I got you. Yes, yes, Yeah, yes. she has to save people. But it's funny, this girl, she actually just wants to find peace. So she's, like, she's ready to be gone, like, ready to go to heaven or whatever. She's just like, I'm just done with this. What I find the most interesting about this show is actually the afterlife. I really like <laughs> the episode I watched last night after recording was apparently the grandfathers do a field day <laughs> like dead grandfathers do a field day <laughs> of activities and whoever wins their ancestors got lucky the numbers to the lottery oh um, i like this <laughs> and so in a, so the ancestor that won got to go into his grand these great 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 grandsons dream and gave him the lucky numbers Ooh. lottery and stuff and there's like other craziness but i like that and then the whole fact that they really want you to do good deeds because the more good deeds you do in this life which means you'll be more rewarded than the next mm-hmm. and it's all about being happy and making people happy and stuff so it has like a lot of good positive messages and there's one part where the girl the main character breaks the fourth wall and she's like, oh, so you mean like be a good person? <laughs> <laughs> Just totally stares at him. Like, you know, like own your shit basically. Yeah. So. I like that. That's- um, yeah. And then just seeing all the dead grandpas do day <laughs> to win their ancestors a lottery ticket or a good deed or something like that. Oh. Was- my best friend, I was living with her uh, my the last portion of my senior year of high school. And she went to Singapore and Japan because she was an academic decathlon and they went to the championship. Mm-hmm. So she brought back like a stack of Japanese and Korean dramas. <laughs> nice. And for like a year, we started watching them. And then we found a website where you can stream them. And it's not illegal. It's just free. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Excellent. No <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we had to find them somehow. But yeah, <laughs> so we have like a couple that we go back and watch when we're bo- when, when we're all together and we're drinking and we're like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of guilty pleasures with that one. I have no guilty p- guilt in it. It's just funny. It's <laughs> pure pleasure. Mm-hmm. Mine's a little guilt if I talk to people about it and they look at me weird. I'm like, do I feel bad about this? Like, <laughs> let's put it this way. Her sister and I, because it was her, her sister and I watching them. So her youngest sister and I were sitting in a restaurant and she's next to us. And we had continued watching a bunch of other ones because we were both unemployed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were sitting in the restaurant. I think it was a Thai restaurant. And then okay. we both just started going. Because they started playing the <laughs> like, theme song to one of the shows. And we're like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then of course we have no idea what we're saying but we start singing along to it (laughs) and i'm like and then we both stop and we're like we should stop before one of the waitresses notices what we're doing (laughs) i love that so before i forget funny story with the rocky horror picture show here in little rock at the library funny enough we have a, a theater that they have like they bring guests like writers mm-hmm. for tv shows and all kinds of cool Ooh. stuff to come and they just do all kinds of fun things and one thing they they do show movies and they showed their rocky horror picture show yes. and they gave us bags of stuff so you can interact with it yeah. yep mom is a diehard fan of this movie and she's like we're doing this i'm like okay and i'm like can i bring emory and she's like okay um, Emery and my mom really like each other, but I know this isn't his thing. So mm-hmm. I, I left it to him, but I thought it'd be fun. And I'm like, all right, you can do this. I know it's probably not going to be your jam, yep. but you know, it'll be fun and that's whatever. And he's like, no, we'll, we'll try it. It's, it's whatever. He had never seen this before. Oh, did they torture him? Cause, uh, 
in the shows in LA, they torture you if you haven't seen it. Well, we didn't tell anybody, so oh. safe. It was fine. See, yeah, no, my friends ratted my ass out <laughs> and painted the V on my forehead and then made me go on oh stage. Yeah. Okay, no, we didn't have anyone come on stage, so it was like a mild version of it. But yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because my mom did not warn me. She dropped me off. I'm oh. like, no, I'm going to just go with my friend because we were driving back from somewhere. She, I was, so I was like, on the way home, just leave me there. She'll drop me off on, when we're done. Yeah. Like two in the morning. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom drops me off in the middle of Santa Monica. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> She's like, all right, have fun. You're going to tell me what happened in the morning. And I turn on, I'm like, oh, that's never good. <laughs> and I she goes ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, my mom was not the coddling parent. My mom was the hey, do it, see what happens. Do it, see what happens. <laughs> and then tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, lowly for Emory, it was a more safe experience, but it was funny. So, one of the local theaters was performing the show, and oh. they had their actors there to kind of present and talk about it. And seeing them in their heels and, you know, their kinky, kinkiness. And he's like, really, what am, what am I here for? I'm like, eh, just wait, just wait. <laughs> and he, and I, I warned him. I said, do you want to know what this is about? And he's like, no, no, I just, I wanted to be a surprise. And so oh. when he sees them and he looks at me, I'm like, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, holy hell. That's <laughs> because, uh. The same friend that took me to my first show, we were going to go to lingerie night because I live walking distance from a theater that shows it twice a month. Oh, wow. So we were like, oh, cool. Next month's lingerie month. (laughs) So, yeah, we were going to go. And because I live in the neighborhood, it's a lot Mm -hmm. of drag queens in lingerie. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And I'm like, they wear that better than I do. Yeah, I know that's how I feel all the time. <laughs> yes, one thousand percent. So he loved it. He ended up having a lot of fun. It's amazing that he actually like ended up having more respect for Tim Curry. Yeah, and because I think I love Tim Curry, and that was that's one of the reasons why is that movie. And mm-hmm. then he's like, I he's like, I love. He's like, I get it now. Not that he was against it, but he's like, yeah. I get much more respect. And um. I think it helps that no one takes that movie seriously. Like, because mm-hmm. we're literally yelling slut and asshole at the screen. Yeah. But in the intro, they're like, they mentioned Janet and they're like, slut. And Emory's just yep. turning. Like, yeah. What the hell? And then, what's it, Brad? And they're yep. like, and they're like, asshole. asshole. And like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm like, just wait. So just to keep going, like, surprise. <laughs> and then suddenly somebody's throwing toilet paper. Yes, and rice. And yep. um, when it's raining, we have our little water guns. Yep. And he's like, I feel like someone is peeing on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, and yeah, then he- after a minute, he's like, this is actually kind of nice. Like, it feels yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> um. And- and like I said, he had a lot of fun. He loved it. He's like, okay, that was an experience. And I can't say I'm go to it again. <laughs> but I definitely enjoyed myself. And mom, my mom had a blast. And it was it was a lot of fun. It was really good. Aw. It was a good thing. Awesome. Good time. Surprise. And also also best surprise ever. Yes, it if was. It was the, so priceless. If you're the person surprising them. Yes. That's like a unicorn situation to find the person that knows nothing about it to have them experience it. That just sounds Mm. amazing. I knew, I knew he would find some of it funny. Um, And so those are my lovely discoveries. Mystic pop bar. You should try it. It's got, it's kind of funny and cute, especially if you love Korean shows. Yeah. If you love Korean shows, lie to me. Oh, I love that show. I love that, that. Oh my god, that was one of my all-time favorites. I go back good. and watch it, especially the part where he dreams that she lit the house on fire, and he's like, yes. <gasps> between the mirrors. <laughs> I know. I he has like a glass-walled condo, 
and there's like a gap in between the walls, so he's trying to breathe through the gap, but he it just looks so ridiculous. Oh wow. Yeah, would you like to talk about your discovery? I will. So actually, my discovery this week has to do with one of our Patreon. One of my best friends in the whole wide world, Carrie. She's one of our Patreon. Her family went viral. What? And it's just amazing. So people.com, this is the article I'm getting it from. It says couple creates plastic hug blanket so they can safely embrace family amid coronavirus pandemic. It just <laughs> it makes me so happy. So they came up with this idea to create a hug blanket so that they could hug each other. And oh, there you go. I didn't know that was her. Yeah, so Carrie, he's actually in the video. I was like, wait, you're viral. And she's like, I know. If I would have known I went viral, I would have put makeup on or something. <laughs> it's just the cutest. Yeah. The People article says, a couple in Arkansas didn't want to stop hugging their loved ones during the pandemic, so they found a way to make it happen while also adhering to the social distancing mandates. Paul Ayub, which Paul is just the greatest human ever, and his wife Katie, who is Carrie's sister, were bummed when his sister-in-law recently welcomed a baby girl, and this is the other sister, Chrissy. Um, They just welcomed a baby girl, and they were unable to meet her in person or give the newborn hugs, according to CBS affiliate KTHV. God, too many letters. Wanting to see their new niece and the rest of their loved ones safely, Paul's wife got creative and came up with an idea for the front door, a plastic hug blanket, which they would create using a shower curtain, glue, tape, the local outlets reported. It all spawned from the fact that the sister-in-law, Christy, is having a niece, Mariah. Paul explained to the news station, it's my wife's idea that I didn't support in the beginning because I thought it was crazy. (laughs) In hindsight, Paul just got into TikTok and he was making like the most amazing TikToks ever, and he was doing pretty well. And then Katie is like, "Hey, we should do this TikTok," and he's like, "No, that's never going to work." And then they did it, and it went viral. And he's like, "God damn it, we have to admit <laughs> that you're right." So let me show you the video. Uh, oh, oh, let me share it. It's really sweet, and I'll share it on our social media where he okay. and all her nieces. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, I saw this. This is so sweet. Yeah, yeah. it went viral and they made like a door thing. Ah, uh, so that's Carrie's dad. Aww. Carrie's stepmom. Ah, uh, and the baby. It's oh. Carrie again. I just love it. I just, it's just the sweetest thing. So they went viral and they were on people and it's just. I just love it so much. And I also love that it's just Carrie's brother-in-law being like, this isn't going to be a great idea. And then it was. So then her sister was right. (laughs) Uh, So with it getting viral, Paul said, it exploded and I got a, I told you so from my wife. (laughs) (laughs) He says, rightfully so. She was like, I just made you TikTok famous. (laughs) I love Katie. So a lot of people were copying this. And then afterwards, she would go into those articles being like, we did it first. Here's the link. It was just great. I just love it so much. So then I was finding a lot of stuff on this. And there's like a whole thing right now about how hugging is so integral to the human experience. And people are having a really difficult time right now because they're not having that human contact. So like yeah. hugs. So according to Healthline, hugs have a lot of benefits so one is that it reduces stress and it shows you support so it reduces your cortisone levels and it helps you like protect you against illnesses so it's been proven that hugging people helps you get you know immune to hug like colds and stuff so you know especially being in quarantine you're not hugging anybody it's really sad it helps your heart health too i'm just yeah, so earlier today, me and Allie were talking about how we're having, like, really bad days. And I just want to be like, I did all this research about how I need just hugs. <laughs> I need a bunch of hugs from people. And it actually just makes you healthier. So it releases oxytocins, which is, like, the good hormones that just make you feel really great. It helps reduce your fears. It helps reduce pain. And it helps communicate with others. So before even humans are able to communicate, touch is the only thing that we have. So, like, evolutionary... Psychology-wise, touch is the most intricate thing that we have as humans. So I thought that was really sweet. And then 
the part of to get it back to the history. So right now people are trying to figure out like what what does this mean going forward? Because we can't necessarily hug like we used to because coronavirus is fucking everything up. So they're coming up with ways and they're trying to come up with way for people to hug without, you know, putting each other at risk. So according to the New York Times, there's some do's and don'ts of hugging right now. And I was like, oh, man. So one of the first don'ts is the face-to-face hug. Mm-hmm. Don't be face-to-face. It's not great. And then don't hug cheek-to-cheek, like face in the same direction. So the first do is if you hug, face cheek-to-opposite cheek. So you're breathing opposite directions. So if you're going to hug somebody, like have your cheek yeah. this way, their cheek this way. And then that way you're not actually breathing on each other. Hold on. Uh. Sorry, I don't know if you guys heard that. No! I heard that. <laughs> oh, I was yelling, bless was you. Was he yelling at more of the pizza, another pizza guy or something? No, I yelled, bless you. And then he said no because he sneezed. And if there's children, it says that it is okay if they hug you around the waist or the knees because they're not, they're tiny humans. They can't breathe in your face. So that's still okay. And it's okay for your grandchild to kiss the back of the head. So, like, if you're a grandparent and you kiss the back of your kid's head or whatever, it's fine. And I was like, that just makes me so sad. <laughs> so, there's, like, a whole thing. New York Times did a whole thing about, like, how to actually properly hug and have, like, human touch in a pandemic. But it's just, as long as you're not in a way. Oh, shit. If you're, as long as you're not in a way that where you're, like, able to do, it's droplets. So, as long as you're not face-to-face you should be okay but like hugs are so important to the human experience and i just i miss hugs and earlier today i was listening to wine and crime actually and i was about yeah. to say they and they're the talking same. about best friends and like human touch and stuff so i was like hugging zeke and i was like yeah it's like you should hug me more it lowers cortisol and he's like what the fuck are you transferring it into me it's <laughs> like so, no just let me touch you. <laughs> so that's my experience in quarantine. I'm just like, hug me. It's like running away. No, stop. I don't yeah, to- normally I'm the one running away, but there's no one to run away from at the moment. <laughs> so it's just me. Oh, uh, yeah. But hugs are super <laughs> important to like humans and touches. Like before we even have like language, touches how we communicate. So this is a really interesting part in our history as humans because we're having to figure out a new way to communicate. Because after this, I don't think handshakes are going to be a thing. Oh, thank so God. Think- People don't wash their hands enough and I hate oh, handshakes. I yes. hate handshakes. So I hate them so much. So I'm actually pretty pumped about that too. Especially like job interviews and your doctor. I'm like, stop shaking my hand. I don't want to do that. Yeah, you were just touching things. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Even like early in... So, like, right before the quarantine started hitting, I went to a doctor, and they were, like, talking about, I, I don't know, I've been kind of sick for a while, and they went to shake my hand, I'm like, I'm not touching you. <laughs> like, no. And now everybody's like, let's elbow bump. I'm like, that's fine. I can accept that. I just don't want to touch humans. But then at the same time, I'm just, like, dying to touch another person. So, it's a weird experience. Like friends, like I haven't seen a friend and I don't know how long. So now I'm in another state. I'm like, yeah. Old the only one I've seen is the one that lives 10 minutes from my house and got my groceries for me. <laughs> and she's been working from home, having lo- most of her stuff delivered. She goes out just to get like the dog's food. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does like the no contact delivery for everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. You are just as alone as I am, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. I know people are probably feeling really down and different than they did before this, and it's probably because your lack of human touch. And uh, hopefully, this won't be forever. But at the same time, we have to, you know, stay safe. And it's just a really weird time. Yes. And keep saying this. It's so weird to live history in this. Way I never now. wanted to live history. I wanted to read about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Especially with this, like, just 2020 is going to be its own class. <laughs> just, 
I can't imagine. I just wild. I never thought this would be my lifetime, and it's it's really weird to experience. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna have to relive everything that we thought that we knew is normal, and it's gonna be just weird things like how do you touch people and how do you communicate and how do you feel that as just evolutionary psychology wise, like touch is how we express everything. So it's like, are we going to evolve to not need touch? This is very weird to me. I just don't know how this is going to. Yeah. I have, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way to know. <laughs> no way to know. So anyway, back to you. So now we're in the uh, quizzing part of the fun. interview. <laughs> I have my cheat sheet. <laughs> I'll throw you a softball. How was Dave Grohl? What was he like? What did he smell like? <laughs> uh, oh my god! Uh, barbecue. Don't remember if this is something burned into my memory because of someone else telling the story so so often, or if this is my memory. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's amazing. He smelled like barbecue. Yep. <laughs> a barbecue, therefore he's smelling for me. I forgot to like mention I have literally a Foo Fighters. Uh, 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 where is that? There it is. There it is. Yeah, I have a thing. I have my favorite band, my sister's favorite band, which is Lenny Kravitz, and then I have my mom and my dad's favorite band, which is the Kinks and Alice Cooper on the wall. They're all T-shirts. I just made them into wall art. Very cool. Yeah. I'm just trying to look around my room. I'm like, I have so much weird crap. and But my room's a mess, so let's not go there. <laughs> well, this was like, it was like my first apartment by myself. And I was like, how can I make this like amazing? And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Just rock and roll. Just all the way. My my response was to buy comic book art. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I think that's really awesome. Though, and, and to support the artist, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was one, and I have... I, I'm actually staring at it at the moment and I haven't put anything up in this room because I I'm still moving furniture around in here mm-hmm. or I was before the coronavirus and now I can't get anybody to come over and do it for me <laughs> <laughs> but he does art from pop culture stuff but he uses the lines from the book or the movie to make mm-hmm. the art oh wow I have the silver trio from Harry Potter mm-hmm. and nice. it's their the chapters that they appeared in written out to make their image. Oh, that's amazing. I love stuff like that. That's really yeah, cool. it, you know what? I think I can actually grab it. So <laughs> I also grab one that Kina will enjoy. Yay! But <laughs> I yeah, love this that was, you know me. <gasps> that oh, is so I love good. stuff like that. That's so cool. And I watched him make it and I was like, well, I want it. <laughs> Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> And then I have this. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's like a Doctor Who, but like mm-hmm. Picasso esque, and it's just oh. <laughs> yeah, he also did one, and it's a Wonder Woman trying on her different costumes in her closet, and I have oh that one next to my mirror. <laughs> my mom thought, I'm like, this should. is what I want to feel like when I'm trying on clothes. It rarely uh, ever is, but it makes it does feel nice. The thought is there. Yeah, that's amazing. I love right Wonder sense. Woman. I've always felt an affinity for her because everybody always called me an Amazon because I'm huge. So like, I just love so much. That is just I love comic cons and I love artist alleys. Yeah, like I've always felt like just the amount of talent. Yes, people and I don't have it, cons. so mm-hmm. I like to collect it. Yeah, my that's sister. Excellent. My sister Eliza, she does comic book conventions and she does Artist Ooh. Alley and she's just amazing and I just I love seeing she she had an art like a year or so where she just went to an RV and just traveled across the country and I'm like that's just so cool like she would just sell like her art and just it was really cool she does a lot of uh, like pinupy zombie types oh uh, I like that so, yeah she's really great so E is for artist is her artist name so if anybody wants to look her up she does some cool shit as far as artists go we're like completely opposite but I just love what she does they're so good and she makes a lot of like headbands like unicorn stuff (laughs) stuff for people to wear at comic cons it's really fun 
I crochet while I'm watching TV, but that's about as far as I get. <laughs> hey, that takes a lot of patience. It does. All right. So you have a cheat sheet. What's your favorite dinosaur? Stegosaurus. That's a good one. It is. Or that's I it. also like long necks, but you, we've gone, you guys have gone over the land before time too many times. <laughs> I, no, we have not. No, I've never, never go over that too many times. So as a kid, <laughs> they didn't buy me the first one. They got Land Before Time Returns. Oh. So I didn't realize it. So I was like eight before I realized, hey, it says Returns. That means that there's a one before it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's another movie that was so fucking sad that I was like, I'm never watching this again. <laughs> and I have not. It wrecked me. So, so sad. all the messed up, like, childhood movies, I loved. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love The Black Cauldron. Oh, okay. That is one of my favorites. That is but that is a really part. messed up movie. I watched it as an adult, and I looked over at my mom, I'm like, what the fuck were you letting me watch? <laughs> She's like, I was 16. I was watching it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of these movies that are like classics now, like they were so messed up. No wonder we're all in therapy. I just don't. <laughs> They're also sad. But I mean, it means that we know how to deal with it. It's true. Makes me, makes me think of The Last Unicorn. <gasps> I love that. It's I one met of my favorites, Peter but it's Beagle. so crazy. I met Peter S. Beagle. Of course you did. <laughs> no, he was at a comic book convention. And I spent like an hour and a half talking to him because nobody was coming up to his booth. And I saw the last unicorn on his table and I was like, hi, I need to speak with you. Oh Oh my gosh, that's amazing. You literally had the best stories out of anybody I've ever met in my entire life. I know. This one, I'm like, of course you did. Like, I wouldn't wouldn't expect anything else. (laughs) It was like, I saw this older man and like nobody was going up to his booth. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to check out and see what he has. And then I get closer and I'm like, hey, he's got Tamsin on his table. I love that book, which mm-hmm. is one of his other books. And then he had like a like a couple others. I'm like, wait, wait, I know. You. We had like a great conversation. He was telling me about how he wrote Tamsin for the woman he loved and like she passed away. And I was like, oh. Oh my god, you just broke my heart. But I want to talk to you more. (laughs) So yeah, it was one of the most surreal, but the coolest instances of me wandering away from something and finding the coolest thing ever. I did that when I went to Europe. I'd get back on the bus and I'd always be eating something different. Mm -hmm. And the bus driver started looking like asking, he's like, You're always eating. What how how do you find this? We were at a castle in the middle of nowhere, and I got back on, and I was eating a croque monsieur. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how did you find food out here? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I went to New York City for a choir thing. Mm-hmm. Dr. DeSegaret, he had said, he's like, when we tried, we're like, oh, we went to Stage Deli, went to this and this. And he asked me, he's like, well, what do you eat? I'm like, He's like, it's expensive. I'm like, well, eat like a vegetarian. I'm like, eat a side dish. And that way you can like get sides and you can try dessert and like just get a hodgepodge. Just eat a mm-hmm. few little things instead of one big meal. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. Oh, I, and again, like kind of like exactly. You're like, what did you find? I'm like, there's a cart just over there. Like, where, where were you? And just all these cool little snacks and places. I love it. She says her internet just died. <laughs> <laughs> Good, now we hear about it. <laughs> so, yeah. what is... What's another good one that we always ask? So, favorite dinosaur, are you reading anything? I have a big habit of, like, reading eight or nine books at a time. Or any I, favorites from when you were I, a kid or something? Yeah, so I pick up books and I put them down and then I'll walk... Like, I'll start cleaning the house or doing something like I'm supposed okay. to, that I'm supposed to be doing, like my homework. <laughs> And uh, I'll leave the book there. And because I, you know, I'm by myself, there's no one to move the book. So unless I go back and sit in that exact spot, I don't know the book's still there. Yeah. So I'm like a month and a half later, I'll come back. I'm like, hey, I was reading this. <laughs> I'm all excited again. Is there a genre you're more drawn to or do you just kind fantasy. of read it? Fantasy. I like fantasy. Oh. 
I love fantasy. Wow. That's my jam. Uh, which one are your favorite fantasy books then? I, I mean, I don't know if you would call it uh, Good Omens. Loved it. Uh, I, I read it like, see, it would have been eight years ago now when I first read it. Okay. And it was because my friend pulled me aside, read the intro t- to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, now I have to read it. Yeah, damn it. And she, has <laughs> a, she actually is uh, getting a tattoo that of Crowley. Oh. And it's just going to say an angel who did not fall, but sauntered merrily, uh, slowly <laughs> downwards. <laughs> she has a lot of uh, literary tattoos, so it's pretty cool. I've just watched the series of that. It is very close to the book. Okay. About like the intro uh, with, you know, God telling the prologue is literally the prologue word for word. Excellent. Sorry. Kina's texted me. She, she's yeah. done it twice, like through messenger and through text, like my <laughs> internet. I'm like, I got it. We're, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting LOL. I've noticed. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I like reading. I love poetry. Okay. So I have a collection of like Poe, Kipling, Frost, Langston Hughes, Maya Angelou. I can't pronounce the last one because it is an Afri- African name in an, some sort of dialect that I do not speak and I don't want to butcher. But the, I like I collect things. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny because, uh, like, I can see my my main shelf is directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. So it has poetry. Okay. Uh, Alice Hoffman and Neil Gaiman. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> Harry Potter. Okay. Let's see. Lauren K. Hamilton. Okay. And then I have a collection of mythology books. Oh. Like an absurd collection <laughs> of original, like the original Grim Fairy Tales, and a book that I got the Hans Christian Andersen collection that I got at the Hans Christian Andersen Museum. Yeah, where else? <laughs> well, my mom got pissed because she opened my suitcase and she's like, What the fuck did you come back from Europe with a book for? I love her, known for books. Um, yeah, thank God she didn't look further into my suitcase because there was also a book from Versailles in there, the bottom, uh, and it weighs <laughs> like half a ton. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then I have a bunch of Carrie Fisher books. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually don't have a whole lot of books here in my apartment. And I remember one of my uncles was like, how do you not have, have those books? And I'm like, you can get them at work. I'm like, yeah, I see them every day. And why not just grab them there? It's my own personal storage. <laughs> I have, uh, I like to go back to books, so I like to have them. I I buy the ones that mean something to me or, and that I would want to read again. Mm-hmm. Or, or that's what I've started doing. Most of my books are from like when I was in high school or early college. But if you looked at my Overdrive app, um, you'll see that Ooh. I have history and then or like, like I said, Dresden right now, romance. Occasionally I, I listen to a romance. I, I love romance books for when you just want to read but not focus. Exactly. It's kind of like watching Parks and Rec. Yeah, and having I can tune out for a few minutes and come right back. And I'm like, yeah, I'm with it. I'm yeah, still on We're it. fine. We're fine. I, and hmm? I was going to say it's never like the most complica- complicated plot line in the world. Yes. So you can enjoy it but not think too hard about it yeah it's just a fun fun read sorry this is my my weird closet (laughs) of books uh oh there's one uh it's uh pride and prejudice continues so it's a it's a romance novel but uh pride and prejudice is one of my go-to books like I i need to feel good I'm reading Pride and Prejudice or I'm watching the Kira Knightley version. Because if I start on the BBC version, I'm never doing anything else again. <laughs> There's also like Devil in the White City in there. An illustrated fairy tale book that I have, but it is some very obscure fairy tales. <laughs> and no, most of them don't have happy endings. They're really yeah. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my childhood book because I've colored in some of the pages 
<laughs> well, I must have been like five. Yeah. And now I'm like, who gave a five-year-old this book? <laughs> I feel like with fairy tales, like maybe Disney has coddled us in a way because they've made all these happy endings because mm-hmm. fairy tales and folk tales is always supposed to be like, be careful of this danger, be careful of this. And so I don't know. I always have mixed feelings. Like, do I wish that the stepsisters had cut off their heels and toes to fit their foot in the shoe? Uh, a little bit. But yeah, they were terrible people. I love but Into the Woods for that fact. I love Into the Woods. It's one of my favorites. Okay. So yeah, so Tina's internet did die. And in case she can't come back on, she says she's sorry that it died. Oh. show must go on. And so before I forget, who, which person would you fight? What historical figure or current? It can be whatever. Uh, well, I mean, I'd love to punch the president. Fist fight. Go fisticuffs. <laughs> I'd love to jump punch the president, the current president at the moment. <laughs> I think a lot of people would. would get yeah. <laughs> I think it would make a lot of people happy. <laughs> very entertained. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, there's always Hitler. And, I mean, I can't really think of... Uh, I mean, Andrew Jackson probably deserves a punch for the Trail of Tears, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's about it. I'm not really... I tend to be more of a protective fighter than a offensive. I hear you. And I'd rather fight with my words than with my fists. Like I'd rather tear someone down just with, by saying the truth and like how you yeah. fuck up. And Definitely. This, and just, there you go. Yeah. I'm, I, I start that way, <laughs> but I will end I've never it. I've push that. <laughs> I have broken someone's wrist. Ooh, okay. But that's a that's a whole different story. Do they have that coming? Uh, well, yeah, they put their hands where I did not ask them to. Then yes, hell yes. Um, yeah, I had an ex that had a kind of a stalkerish vibe to him when mm. I did it. Nice. Time I had to even call the police on him because he tried to break in. Nice. So, like, I totally get the yeah. You do you do what you can to. You know, they need to break their arm, break more, whatever. Shouldn't have touched you. Shouldn't have invaded. To dinner, who would you say yes to? What historical? Okay, so dinner is a very long question because there are so many, so many things. And again, let's go. Uh, So I want to, I would love to sit down for dinner with Countess Bathory because I want to know if the lies are true or, you know, the stories are true Mm -hmm. or if it was a great smear job. Campaign. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. So that that's like the number one that comes to me. <laughs> I would love to sit down with Alice Roosevelt. Yes, that'd be a cool person too. Because I love the fact that her dad said I could either run, I could either be president, or I could control Alice. You don't get both. <laughs> <laughs> They're both full time jobs. You can't ask me to do both. Yeah, that's fair. A suit. Just because. Yeah. And then uh, Anne Boleyn. Okay. What would you want to talk about with her? Honestly, I just, like, she, the letters between her and Henry and, like, all the stories around her, I would love to just talk with her. Because she seemed like such an intelligent person and that's why he fell for her. Mm-hmm. So I, I just kind of want to see that part of as opposed to what history has done to her. That's fair. Uh, I keep saying that's fair, so I'm sorry that the <laughs> broken record. Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm agreeing with what you're saying, and I, I think it's interesting that with historical figures, especially um, <laughs> before technology, that we only have one side of history. We only know like what we what they appear as and what mm-hmm. they're known for, but we don't know what was their daily routine like. Basically, yeah. what, what were they like? The most mundane things are probably the most interesting parts of them for me. Exactly, and yeah. just the way their brain, their minds worked. Yeah, like could they Especially conceive of that? Time, I'm like, how the hell did you come up with this? Yes, like Da Vinci came up with the freaking helicopter. With like what? <laughs> what 
like when it, it was like a kite. <laughs> he conceived of all this stuff that like didn't show up for hundreds of years and stuff like that. I, like, also, like, like I just want to know how that came about. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then there are a couple others like uh, Christina of Sweden and okay. Catherine the Great. Oh yes, that's not Honestly, I really want to ask her about the room full of the furniture that was all sex objects. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, not not just because you can, but also... Maybe that was medieval cupids. I don't know. And then I, I, the last one is I would love to meet a druid. Ooh. Because yes. we Emory. have no... <laughs> we have no concept of what their religion actually entailed. Mm-hmm. And we just guess and like they find the blood on the stones and like is it like they found human blood, but it was it like someone who was dying? Was it, you know, what how, how did what happened? Because they weren't allowed to tell anybody about it. It was the like best kept secret, and now we have no record of it because they weren't allowed to write it down. I really wonder how much knowledge has been lost because of, I mean, paper is, it's amazing how much paper we have kept over centuries, mm-hmm. but I, I really wonder how much we've lost. Because I don't even a- want to know because that just makes me sad. No, That's <laughs> so sad. Like I was watching a documentary two nights ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the Greeks. It's on uh, Disney plus the Nat Geo portion of it. <laughs> and uh, they had, someone talking about they're reading all these fragments of papyrus and they've done maybe 500,000 translations out of 5 million. Wow. Like, and they're all like two inches. <laughs> they're so tiny. And like, some of them are just grocery lists Aww. and they're just like the littlest things. And I'm like, We've only gotten this much done, and I want to see the rest. I know. But, yeah, it'd be easier just to go back and see what happened. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably save a little bit of time. Yeah. Would you want to live in a different time? or are you? No. Actually- no. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm outspoken and female, and it would not go over well. Yeah. And, you know, electricity and plumbing. And- I'm a big fan of plumbing. I won't go camping. <laughs> I don't know. My a coworker of mine was just talking about her aunt that lived in Alaska, but like out in the country of Alaska, mm-hmm. and she had a cabin that had this little outhouse and no running oh, no. plumbing. And I'm like, nope, you lost well, me. To visit my grandmother's family in Central America, mm-hmm. in a town that is an hour and a half from the nearest city and two hours from the main city. The only paved road my grandmother paid paid to have paved so we could get there. Mm. And so they were throwing her like a festival for have for paying to have it paved. So <laughs> the town has like two hundred people. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah. Um, growing up in a small town, I mean the main highway and in the town is paved. But I grew up on a dirt road, and a lot of my friends grew up on dirt roads. So for me, it's not uncommon. This, their roads were more horse path than dirt road. Ah, I <laughs> see. The jungle. Yeah. Literal jungle. So, yeah, we were going around. Yeah, either way, we were going. Mm-hmm. We visited. I had to use an outhouse once. Never again. Yeah, pass. Hard pass. <laughs> and, like, the house that we stayed in had running water. Not all the other ones did. And oh. I was like, nope. I don't have to. I'm good. What was fancy about her, this lady in the Alaska, her little cabin, her outhouse, it actually composed her waste into bricks. And then someone came and picked it up. Oh, yeah. No. To use for local farmers, I guess. I don't know who, where they took it, but they took it. I don't want that job. It's <laughs> like a whole nother. I think that, like, all right, that is interesting like resourceful kind of cool and also very disgusting yeah i don't want that job what would be a job you would absolutely hate other than that one of course 
anything where I had to be athletic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a dream job? You know, I haven't in a long time. Or when Uh, you were a kid, at least? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a book editor. Oh, okay. Why that? I wanted to read the books first. (laughs) And I I was the kid that always corrected the spelling. Ooh. I was a kid that messed up the spelling. <laughs> Just dancing. And we'll kind of yeah. sort of <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I actually went to college for it. And then I got the bill after my first year of college. And I dropped out. <laughs> okay. And then I just kind of spent about eight years wandering. And then I ended up at the job I currently have as a temp. I enjoy the atmosphere more. I mean, the work is fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I enjoy it. Sometimes it's tedious. But I love the atmosphere. <laughs> like, I am really happy with all the people. We have, l- like, the people in my section, we all have lunch together, like, on purpose every day. Mm-hmm. And for people's birthdays, they, like, we go out to lunch. They take everyone out to lunch. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we come back, we work, and then at the end of the day, we're like, okay, are we going for drinks or are we going home? <laughs> so it, it's yeah. nice. It's not something you see a lot anymore. Uh, I I do miss that about one of my old jobs I had, which was funny. I, I did used to work with Emery, and that's how we met. And he was my best friend. And um, him and another guy, Jeff, like, we called ourselves the Tweedles. Yes. And um, Sorry, my hair got heavy. You're fine. No, I understand. Mine's starting to bother me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, we would go to lunch almost every day we could, and it was nice. I miss working with them. Well, now I'm dating Emery, so I'm like, I see you yeah. too much. Off, so. You're like, I'm stuck with you now. <laughs> Actually, I only see him on the weekends. He lives on the other side of the city, which I know is not far, but it feels far all at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> and by the end of the day we just want to eat Sorry. and relax and go to sleep and so that is so after we get off work we talk catch up on our day and then I'm like alright I'll talk to you tomorrow and that's that's our routine until the weekend people people usually find it weird but it works for us yeah as long as it works for you that's not there's no problem with that alrighty then that's a wrap on this mini gab there was so much content After I disappeared into the ether because the internet decided to die, there's like two more hours. So we're definitely going to split this up into another mini cab and we'll be back next week. But until then, we'll see you Sunday for music part one. If you want to join Patreon, that's patreon.com slash historical AF. If you want to buy some sweet, sweet merch, that is shop.spreadshirt.com slash historical AF pod. And also we need your stories. So for August, please send us anything, history, family history, legends, spooky shit. That's historical AF pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye.